Hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Protégé Podcast. I am here with Kirsten Naka. Hello. And uh, you know me, I'm Katie Carroll, and we're back under the table. This time, we are going to talk a little bit about design trends to increase the value of your house when you're reselling it. Where would I start in this process? One way to do it is to go room by room. Uh, one thing that I think is should be the biggest focus is the kitchen and bathroom. Mm-hmm. since one the kitchen is where people spend the most time with their families and you kind of get the most use out of and the bathroom is also just a big selling point for most people you obviously want to have a comfy clean looking bathroom when you're getting a new home so I would say starting there is probably your best bet um, one thing that we like to tell people is to kind of focus on current design trends when they're thinking about reselling. You want to make sure that it's not outdated, right? You don't want to have this 70s shag green Mm. carpet in there with your dark brown woods or whatever. Um, so So what are some current design trends that we could implement in the kitchen? So one thing is, um, this, have you ever heard of a tuxedo kitchen? No. So a tuxedo kitchen is basically this monochromatic color blocking where you have dark shades on the lower half of your kitchen and then lighter shades on the upper. Example is having like the matte black cabinets with white or light gray tile black splash and then maybe some white cabinets, up, you know, wall cabinets up top. This trend uh, began in late 2016, and so it's pretty new, but it's kind of all the rage these days. You'll see a lot of it on Instagram pages, and people are asking for it more and more every time. But another thing is just adding in the gold or brass hardware. So you'll see the fixtures that are your sink faucets and maybe some pendant lights over the island that have that kind of different brassy finish. So these are more low-maintenance things you can do to improve the value of your home. Yeah, I would say just any, you know, focusing on the small touches that will make a big difference, like your backsplash tile or just painting the cabinets a different color, uh, maybe changing up the flooring in there. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just something that looks nicer and is kind of keeping it simple. I think one thing that is pretty big is hardwood flooring. You know, in Denver, a lot of people have pets and like I have a dog and I know anytime I'm looking for a new place, I try to find anywhere that doesn't have any carpet just because it does get stained and it's kind of annoying to deal with, especially because my dog sheds. So having Mm -hmm. all the fur in there and it just kind of grossed me out. There are a lot of dog owners in Colorado. Yeah, it's a huge thing out here. And, you know, hardwood flooring gives it that rich feel. But I know one thing that people are worried about is like, well, it can be so expensive and there's ways around that. One of those is called LVP flooring, luxury vinyl plank. And it's something that we recommend for most homes these days just because it is more affordable. It's like a fraction of the cost of hardwood. There's little to no upkeep and it's really durable. It's waterproof, so you don't have to worry about any moisture getting in there and ruining it down the line. And it is pretty easy to install, so a lot of do-it-yourselfers can do it. And especially if you're remodeling, you know, you want to do some things on your own to save some money. This is one of those ways you could do it. So we've handled the kitchen. Now how can you improve your bathroom? So bathroom, I would say that updating the lighting is probably one of the cheapest and easiest ways you can 
make it look nicer changing out your vanity sconces or adding in just a couple accent lights here and there really make a big difference putting in some modern countertop surfaces are nice and because it is a bathroom it's not going to be like a huge expense right it's just you know if you have a double vanity or a single it's just a little bit of yeah it's like that's pretty much it is there a type of lighting that you would recommend that people tend to like because they like how they look in it um i would say definitely adding the vanity sconce lighting over your mirror Mm -hmm. people really like that just especially for women that you know you're doing your makeup or your nightly skincare routine um, just having that extra bit of lighting really makes a huge difference okay but surely there's more to a house than just the bathroom and the kitchen yeah, I mean, if you're looking at um, kind of, you know, your bedrooms and your other office room area or pretty much anywhere in the house, really adding more closet space never hurts. One thing that we've noticed from our clients in particular when they come to us is they have a big issue with storage and people, especially in Denver, because it can be kind of cramped in your home, you kind of have to resort to other types of storage that you may not like dealing with. So putting stuff in your garage or putting stuff in a shed that you have to walk through your yard to get to and then carry all that stuff back. It can get annoying. So one thing I do, we do tell people is, you know, adding a closet in this bedroom or just adding a little extra space for the master closet really goes a long way. And then on top of that is putting in You can put in like movable shelves for people. So if you don't have a whole closet to build, you know, you can just add shelves. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much anyone that comes in after you can kind of adjust these shelving units to how they want it. If they have, you know, big bins that they need to get in there and then create smaller spaces for folded clothes or little knickknacks and accessories. That kind of touches on the point of customization. I think a lot of people when they walk into a home want to feel themselves in it and see themselves in it and allowing them the opportunity to adjust things helps with that. Yeah, definitely. And that goes along with, you know, you don't want it to be too custom to the point where it's going to be a lot of work for someone to turn it into what they want it. Mm Um, like, you know, adding in a ton of built-in shelving or built-in cabinets is something we recommend. A built-in is too much of a commitment. Yeah, we don't recommend it just because a lot of times the next people that come in are going to want to tear it out because they don't like it. Or Just the general style of your house, are there things you can do to make it more sellable to most buyers? Yeah, I would say, again, just focusing on like current design trends. There's just certain things that are in style now that pretty much anyone you talk to these days will like, like the, you know, graphic tiling and hardwood floors like we talked about. Another thing is like having that open floor plan that Mm. everyone loves on HGTV. Mm. One thing you can do is... And we don't recommend just anyone doing this. You definitely need a structural engineer to come evaluate before you start knocking down walls. Um, And it it is required by the city to have, you know, structural plans in place if you're doing any of this work. So this this is kind of more on the larger scale. It's not necessarily something you're gonna do yourself. If you wanna open up your kitchen and your living room together, you can think about hiring someone to come in and evaluate taking down a wall or two. Uh, You mentioned little details going a long way. Can you give me an example of one of those? One thing I 
would suggest is that's not a huge cost, but and it's kind of up to the homeowner if they want to throw money into this or not, is changing up and updating the technology in your home. One of the newer trends that we're seeing and is being requested a lot at adding into our designs is um, the USB charging ports. So instead of just a regular outlet, they now make outlets that have the little USB plugs. So you don't need that duplex adapter anymore. You just need your cord. That's cool. So that's pretty cool. And like, you know, everyone has an iPhone or some sort of smartphone these days. So pretty much anyone can use it. Another thing is kind of like updating your door locks or your thermostats. I recently had my lock updated to a, a keypad. So instead of having a key, like a key that I have to keep track of or hold on to, it's just a keypad. I walk up to my house, I put my hand on the keypad, I punch in my code and it unlocks my door. That's high tech. Does it read your hand? Does it scan it? It So it reads the heat. It's not like fingerprints. Okay. By I'm sure there are some that right. have that, but mine is nice just because, like I said, I have a dog. So if I have someone that is going to come walk him during the day or a friend needs to go into my house to grab something and I'm not there, I don't necessarily have to leave a key under the mat anymore and, you know, take that risk of someone else finding it and you know robbing the place or whatever. But now all they need is the code and they can easily get in and out. Those little bits of high tech really make a house feel modern, I think. Yeah, it's kind of like that movie. Did you ever see Smart House when you were a kid? Oh my gosh, yeah. On Disney? <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of that. I was like, oh, this is my Smart House. Now. I'm really glad we snuck in a Smart House reference <laughs> during this podcast. I loved that movie when I was <laughs> Inspirational? Kid. Yeah. So yeah, just adding little technologies like that. Um, there's the thermostats now that are app controlled. So when you're out of town, you can change the settings in your house and maybe not blast the AC or blast the heat since you're not there and kind of save some money in that that aspect. So it's those little things that I think people would really like not having to spend money on themselves. Would you say implementing maybe like a sound system throughout the house is too big of a project I mean, I don't know if I would want to personally, if I would spend the money on that, just because not everyone, like I said, it depends on the homeowner, but not everyone might mm. care about a feature like that. Right. I know I would, like having nice <laughs> right. speakers in there would definitely be a plus, but it wouldn't be a point where I'm like, oh, they don't have speakers installed. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I don't think pers for me, at least it would be something that's like a make or make it or break it mm -hmm. deal. What about the more integral facets of your home? I would say the water heater and furnace can be pretty big. You definitely don't want to try and sell a house that has a really old and outdated system. And the average lifespan of these things, of both of them, is about 12 to 15 years. And I think a lot of homeowners ask us that, is this thing about to go out? Because if it is, they're not going to buy it. They don't want to buy the house that they're going to have to deal with a bunch of upgrades or fixes or whatever. So if you're looking to sell and you have a furnace or a water heater that's on its way out, I would definitely think about replacing that before you put it on the market, just because I know that's a number one thing that homeowners look at when they're when they're looking to buy. We've even had one client negotiate it into their closing cost, which I thought was pretty interesting. And she pretty much just went in there and was like, all right, how old is this? Okay, it's this old. It's 15 years old. I'm not buying this unless you replace that. 
and they did it. That's smart. So, yeah, I'm good on her. Like, she got it done, and she didn't have to pay for it. So it's those little things. That's not a, that's a big thing. Yeah, I guess that one, that's a big <laughs> that thing. That one's a big thing. Well, big or small, there are definitely things you can do to change your house. Um, very modern things to help the resale value. Thank you for sitting down with me and our listeners to explain a little bit about it. Yeah, this is great. I'm glad, you know, hopefully we can give some insight and just a couple little things to think about before you resell your home. That's it for this Protégé podcast. See you next time.